But she wasn't married yet, though, either. Right. So Jesus was in the womb, and Elizabeth is saying, blessed is the fruit of your womb. But then how could you have a baby if you're not married? Hey, guys. Welcome to Catholicism with my kid. And then you could add, like, clapping things. Okay. Sebastian, how you doing? Good. Good. Do you know a prayer called Hail Mary? Yep. Can you say it nicely and, and prayerfully? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Very good. Amen. So, do you know where that prayer comes from? Mary. You think Mary told us that prayer? No. In a way, it does come from Mary, because Mary is the focus of the prayer. But some people don't like the prayer, because it seems like we're praying to Mary instead of to God. But I thought maybe this would be a good chance to talk about where it comes from and what it actually means. Okay. Okay. So, first of all, the whole thing is biblical. So, a lot of times, people that complain about that prayer Uh love the Bible, but they don't like that prayer. Okay. But that prayer comes from the Bible. So, they just don't realize that a lot of times. Most of us that pray the prayer don't realize it comes from the Bible. But let's take it line by line. So, the first line is, you say it. Hail Mary. Okay. Hail Mary, and then... Full of grace. Full of grace. So, that comes from Luke chapter 1, verse 28. It says, Hail, full of grace. It doesn't say, Hail Mary, but the angel Gabriel is talking to Mary, so it's implied. Angel Gabriel says, Hail, full of grace. And then, the next line? Hail Mary, the full Lord of grace. The Lord is with thee. The Lord is with thee. So, that is also from Luke chapter 1, verse 28. It says, The Lord is with you. Now, the next line skips some verses. So, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed art thou among women comes from Luke chapter 1, verse 41. And this is Elizabeth. Who, who is Elizabeth? Mary's sister. Well, I think it, it's a relative of some sort. I don't think they were sisters, but some kind of cousins or something. She is also the mother of whom? Do you know? John the Baptist. Very good. And so, in this scene, both of them are what? Mm, Pregnant. Pregnant. Very good. Mary is pregnant with? Jesus. Very good. Elizabeth is pregnant with? John the Baptist. Very good. Okay. And so, it says that Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So again, in Luke chapter 1, verse 41, it says, Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Jesus. We add Jesus. But she wasn't married yet, though, either. Right. So Jesus was in the womb, and Elizabeth is saying, Blessed is the fruit of your womb. But then how could you have a baby if you're not married? The Holy Spirit came and made Mary pregnant with Jesus, right? Did she have to marry? You mean did... Joseph did have she, to marry Mary? Um, it's always best if we have a mother and a father, right? And so it's great that 
Jesus had a mother and father also, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first line comes from, well, the first set of lines comes from the angel Gabriel speaking to Mary. Mm-hmm. And then Elizabeth, Saint Elizabeth, mm-hmm. speaking to Mary, saying, yes. blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Jesus. We add Jesus because that was the fruit of her womb was Jesus. And then we say, what comes next? Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray okay, for us Okay, stop sinners. there. So, Holy Mary, Mother of God. That is Luke chapter 1, verse 43, where Elizabeth says, how does this happen to be that the mother of my Lord should come to me? So this is Mary is the mother of my Lord, the mother of God. So Holy Mary Mother of God. Mother of God. She is the mother of God. Jesus is God. Mary is his mother. So she's the mother of God. And then it says, pray. For us sinners now at the hour of our death. All right. Now, we've been in Luke chapter 1 this whole time. Now we're jumping to James chapter 5 verse 16. It says, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The fervent prayer of a righteous person is very powerful. So James is telling us to pray for each other, right? So that is the biblical defense for us asking Mary to pray for us. We're not asking Mary to take the place of God. We're not asking Mary to do miracles without God. But we're asking Mary to pray for us because she is a righteous person. And James says, the fervent prayer of a righteous person is very powerful. So Mary's prayers are very powerful. So we pray for ourselves, we pray for others, and then we ask Mary to pray for us also because her prayers are very powerful. So pray for us sinners, pray for us now and at the hour of our death, amen. So the whole prayer is biblical, it's from the Bible. It's recognizing what the angel Gabriel said about Mary. It's recognizing what St. Elizabeth said, filled with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. about Mary. And then it's asking Mary to pray for us because St. James says that we should do that, that we should ask people to pray for us. Okay. Did you know that? That that was all from the Bible? No. And I think a lot of people don't know that. And that's okay that you don't know that it came from the Bible. But it's good to know whenever somebody says, why do you guys keep praying to Mary? Or why do you worship Mary? Well, we don't worship Mary. We honor her because God honored her by having her be the mother of Jesus. And have no sins. Mm -hmm. That's the full of grace. If you're full of grace, then what is there room for? No sin. <laughs> There's not room for sin if you're full of grace, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if she was 80% full of grace, then she be... was 20% full of <laughs> sin. <laughs> right. Uh, but if you are completely full of grace, then there's no room left for a lack of grace for sin. Uh huh. Well, that's it today, folks. <laughs> we got to work on these transitions. How about you say that? Well, I think we all learned something today and then recap a little bit. Well, guys, I think we all learned something today. 
and I learned about Mary. Uh huh. And that she is full of grace, mm-hmm. and that she has zero percent sin, mm-hmm. and she had Jesus. And I hope you guys learned something too. I'll see you next week on Catholicism with my kid. With your kid? Ah, we go through this every time. <laughs> it's the name of the show. We get the point. Mm-hmm.